Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It is I, Matt Johnson, coming to you with the latest edition of the It Records podcast. If you have a calendar in front of you, you know it's that time of year again. The leaves are changing, and the cool, crisp air makes you change out your t-shirt and shorts to a pair of jeans and a sweater. For some, it's now the beginning of fall. But for others, it's the beginning of hell. This is the most coveted month of the It Records podcast. We worship you, O glorious October, and await the blessed return for all Hallow's Eve. When the dead shall rise, blood shall be shed, and revenge shall be had. This is your annual edition of Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. in the month of October we are finally here and as we are a horror movie podcast we are overly excited that it's finally October where not only we will be watching our fair share of horror movies but now the rest of the world um, will finally feel like it's okay to be scared again and they will tune into horror films scary TV shows and want to know what's going on in the horror industry so with that being said Uh, This is the edition of Halloween Horror. It is just myself, Matt Johnson, going solo. And I did this segment last year as well, entitled Halloween Horror, where if you aren't familiar, what this segment is, is each day, I will basically give you a suggestion of a horror movie to watch as you go through October. I myself will do it. I know Pete will do it. I know Lindsay will do it. Uh, We will watch probably at least one horror movie a day, if not more than that. And so, with our knowledge and our depth of the horror genre, today I will go over a specific movie. I will suggest it to you to watch on October 1st. I'll give you a little insight. It's kind of a micro version of a full-length episode where we digest a full movie. I'm going to try to keep these pretty short, just kind of suggest a movie, give you the rundown of maybe some production notes, how it was critically acclaimed, maybe some box office notes, Uh, But just so you have a familiarity with the movie that you might want to check out that you haven't heard of, haven't seen, and would like to now that it's finally October. So without further ado, I will begin with the first movie of Halloween Horror for October 2019. The film I have chosen is The Poltergeist 1982. 
I decided I would go with a rather classic, cult classic, whatever you'd like to deem it. And I believe most people have heard of this film. If not, it is a 1982 American supernatural horror film directed by Toby Hooper, uh, starring Joe Beth Williams, Craig T. Nelson, Heather O'Rourke, and Beatrice Strait. This film is set in a California suburb, and the plot mainly focuses on a family whose home is invaded by a malevolent ghost, or plural ghosts, that abduct the young daughter and the family's attempts to bring her back into the real world. So this is a supernatural ghost story. Uh, has elements of demons in it as well. Um, kind of talked about subgenres multiple times throughout the podcast. Kind of definitely falls into the ghost demon sub realm of the podcast. Uh, sorry, of the horror subgenre. Uh, as well, if you have heard of this film, I'm not talking about the 2015 version starring Sam Rockwell, which was far inferior to the original 1982 film, which was wrote and produced by Steven Spielberg. So, you already know there's going to be a high level of production, seeing as Steven Spielberg is attached to it. And Toby Hooper, if you aren't familiar with him, um, he's one of my favorites. He did this film. He also did the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Some would argue who really directed this film, if it was Toby Hooper or Spielberg. Uh, I like to think a lot of it went to Hooper and Spielberg lended some of his expertise. Spielberg, due to contractual reasons, while he was directing E.T. the Extraterrestrial, could not direct this film, but he was on set and produced it. So that's why many people think he actually directed it, but couldn't say that he was the director, so it went to Toby Hooper. At one point, Stephen King was going to be attached to help write it and direct it because Steven Spielberg couldn't, but because of some uh, conflicts, uh, Stephen King could not. So Toby Hooper was the man for the job. This movie was first conceived as a dark horror sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and it was entitled Night Skies. Spielberg approached Hooper to direct it. Hooper was less keen on the sci-fi elements and suggested the idea of a ghost story. That's where the two sort of collaborated, made this a 50-50 production, which I think was for its benefit. At this time, uh, the poltergeist... um, used the CGI that was available to it uh, to the best of its ability and I think really made the movie as scary and time-tested as it is. Um, what a lot of films did uh, back in the day was try to maybe psych you out with the CGI and that would scare the audience. Uh, I would even say the 2015 Poltergeist fell flat because it tried to really throw all this CGI at you and make you scared of what you were seeing, where this film made you look at the family dynamic. Uh, and instead of watching what was happening on screen, the ghosts and the demons through your own eyes and like straight on shots, it really, every character was in the scene with whatever terrifying image you were seeing. So you were seeing it through their eyes, which makes it a little more claustrophobic and terrifying for the audience because they empathize with that character rather than having to be alarmed themselves. Poltergeist uh, had a critical and commercial success. It, at the time, was the highest grossing horror film in 1982. It is still, I believe, the eighth highest grossing horror film. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's not true. Um, I apologize. It is the eighth highest grossing film of 1982, the entire year, but it was the highest grossing horror film. Uh, that is the stat it holds. Nominated for three Academy Awards, although it didn't win any. 
is regarded as a classic within the horror genre and has a cult following. It was named by the Chicago Films Critics Association as the 20th scary film ever made. And the scene of the clown doll attack, the clown doll attack was ranked as number 80 on Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. The film has also appeared number 84 on the American Film Institute's 100 Years, 100 Thrills, a list of America's most heart-pounding movies. The film's success spawned a franchise consisting of two sequels, The Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, in 1986, and The Poltergeist 3, in 1988, and then the remake that I mentioned of the same name in 2015. With that, I could go on and on, uh, as I would in a full-length episode, but I will kind of cut off the Halloween horror for there. Uh, please go check out The Poltergeist. Uh, I don't believe it's on Netflix or Hulu, but I know it's on Vudu, iTunes, Amazon Prime, YouTube, and Google Play to rent for about $3.99. And I'm sure if you have cable, AMC will play it at some point throughout October. And I will leave you with the final thought. Um, we mentioned in our latest underrated, overrated mini-episode and a full-length episode we did of Amityville Horror, which we have all destroyed. I said it was overrated. The original, I believe in 1979. Uh, don't, don't quote me to that year, but I know it was before 1980. We all thought it was lackluster, and one of the best reviews I saw, The Poltergeist, which was by Roger Ebert, as a matter of fact, Roger Ebert said, The Poltergeist is everything the Amityville Horror was not. They both have those haunted house elements where it seems like some presence is in the house, some overbearing force that is kind of pressing down on the family unit, whereas that tension wasn't really there in Amityville Horror. You didn't really feel, maybe, for the characters. You didn't feel that doom, that the stakes were high enough. Um, And in this one, it kind of maybe foresaw what Amityville Horror did and how can we make that better and really I think a lot of that can be to Steven Spielberg and Toby Hooper working on this film together two great filmmakers um, who know the industry very well and at this time Toby Hooper is kind of in his prime uh, with the horror genre so those two working together make a great film it's a great movie to start off October so please check it out but until next time I am Matt Johnson and I remain in the shadows. Coming to get you, Barbara. Darling, light of my life.